Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head in the lounge, we shut the door, and we air our grievances with the world. And there's no grievance that's too big or too small or too frivolous. It is your problem, and it shall be heard. Now, I want to thank you for coming to the lounge. I built this lounge with my bare hands, a place for you to come and forget about any of the world's issues. It's your issues. You can write in about anything. The luxury of the lounge is having a place to complain without someone going, there's other things. Uh, Here's a more horrific story than whatever you're dealing with. No, 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 no. It's your story. It's okay. Send it in to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Any complaint. Title it Luxury Lounge, Shelby. Uh, my man behind the curtain is reading your emails. He's got a little, you know, nightcap on, and he's got a little candle, and he reads all night long. Just so keep sending him in. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. I'm on the road. If you're out there, I'm I'm adding dates left and right, which is great. This is fun, but I want you to come. Bring assemble the group chat. Whole new hour from the special. If you haven't seen the special, thirty seven single. It's out. It's there. It's waiting. But I got a whole new hour. It's a it's about family. When you hear your family, you know, as I always said, um, it's all about family. So bring your family. I've had a lot of people bring, you know, their moms and dads, and it's very cool to watch everyone have fun together. So come on out. Uh, JaredFree.com for all the tickets. The loudest engine ever is outside right now. It's crazy. Sometimes we tape this podcast, and it's like, is there a parade going on outside? Like it is cra- like I open the window so like we can be comfortable. Yeah. It's crazy what goes on. Like Shelby, this is like There's always a jackhammer. I don't know. They've been working on this street for like decades. Look at I don't know. Can they hear that? Is that coming through? I don't mean that's the thing. I don't know what you hear and what I hear. So imagine telling a story and then someone's in your left ear going, try it, try it. You can't do it. Okay, I'm on the road, <laughs> so bring your family. Okay, Syracuse, DC. I added a second show. Uh, it might be me and the fucking you know Treasury Secretary, and that's it. Okay, <laughs> someone buy a ticket. Uh, Baltimore. I don't think people live in Baltimore. <laughs> I don't think any of you are even there. Yeah. Like I don't know who lives in that town. <laughs> so yeah, there's room in Baltimore. Dania Beach, Portland, Oregon, Phoenix, San Diego, Boston, Chicago. I've also added Toronto, New York. Um, these are big ones. San Francisco, Denver, JaredFree.com uh, for the tickets. Okay, enough, 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 Jared. I think this podcast needs to be more unhinged. I, 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 I'm very professional with how I do it. Shelby, I've always been a pro. I always introduce the show. I do all the things up front. I don't think we even need to do that anymore. Like, I, I'm like so worried about the new listeners. I'm not even worried about the the regulars. Maybe I'm... What? They like, they like the intro? You can do like half. Half. half I think less intro, more unhinged? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do anymore. I, I It's so stupid. You know, this is the thing. I, and I'm very excited about today's guest. I Like, I know we could be unhinged because the guest today is fantastic, hilarious comic. Mike Feeney, thank you for coming hey, on. Hey, how are you? I wasn't, I never know on podcast whether I should talk before introduced or not. It feels 
It feels like a thing I don't want. You don't want to step on it. You're so right because you and I were talkers, right? Okay, we're conversationalists. Some some comedians, you'd be surprised. Their whole business is talking. They don't talk. They don't speak unless spoken to. Right. Yeah. So the I'm with you. Sometimes I'm like comfy cozy. I jump right in. And then I'll see, like, I'll go on a podcast and you'll just see, like, the first comment is like, whoa, this guy doesn't shut the fuck up. Yeah. I'm like, that's a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. It's a conversation. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. like, like that person doesn't understand that, like, the host usually goes, when we finish, they go, thank you so much. Yeah, you carry, made my life so much easier. Carrying the ball, baby. Right. Yeah. Like I, I don't think people, I don't know. I guess you, here's the thing I always think, though. I'm entering someone else's home, and the home is owned by the listeners and the hosts. Sure. Yeah. Because, you you know, you got to go, they're used to an experience. The podcast is the most intimate art form. We are inside people's bodies right they might be traveling right now they might be working right we now. don't know what they're doing we don't know what they're doing here's what i know listening. here's what i know and also we discussed this before i don't know when you listen right because i get messages and i think to me a thursday podcast when it comes out on thursday that's there waiting for the weekend when you need it most i think it's there you know when i because i'm a podcast listener do sure. you listen to podcasts yeah what's your favorite podcast and if you don't say this one, I'll fucking go crazy. It's this crazy. one by yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite podcast? Ah, uh, man, it all it all depends on the mood that I'm in. I mean, it's like right, totally true. Right, and it's and I, I will say this too. I am very uh, if it's a fun show, like if it's a comedy show, I am I am pretty guest dependent, which is also the biggest pet peeve of I think us doing podcasts. Right. It's like when you have your own podcast and then you see like you have certain guests on and they get big spikes. You're like just. Those people stick around for, right, like, for this half. Come on back. Yeah, yeah you had a good time. The premise of this show is like you know the the yeah the structure of the show is what you know you would think people listen for, but not trust always. me to yeah. curate right. uh, more good times. So, but I am guilty of that too. But I mean everything, man. I'm like I get I'm, I'm very I could be a basic bitch with like Conan's podcast or like Conan's podcast. Conan's I love as a podcaster Conan. yourself. You don't go. Fuck you, dude. You just showed up and you just were given no, an annuity. Because he, he didn't, that whole like article that I think what everyone got mad about is the article that got published that was like, so there he's was a like, variety article right. where basically they were like the king of podcasting and it was like Conan. And it was like a new wave. You know what I mean? Right. Like it basically it made it seem as though Conan invented podcasts. Mm -hmm. But Conan O'Brien just growing up was like one of my favorite people. So like when he has a funny, if he has like Martin Short and Steve Martin on, it's like, right. oh, just like the back and forth whenever he has like Will Arnett on, things like that. You're like, it's one of my so best funny. friends, he loves that podcast. And, yeah. and, and, he, and I give him shit, but he gives me shit for being such a fucking asshole that yeah. I'd be like... A purist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, oh, it can only be some fucking chubby idiot from his apartment yeah, that yeah, can have a good podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, like, yeah. But he did say the other day, we were talking about Conan's podcast, and he was like, he's gotten so much better. Yeah. Like, it, it actually, he's, like, noticed his growth as a podcaster, <laughs> and I'm like, well, good for fucking him. Yeah, well, it is funny, too, because he can't ever break out of the talk show host mentality, which mm. is hilarious in a podcast form, because when you download the episode, you know who the guest is. But he'll literally right. be like, today's guest does this and this and this. I guess and I just like, did that, though. Yeah, I did introduce you, I guess, but, I, but I, I hear what you're saying. But yeah. he also does like a, yeah, it just, it feels a little more like, uh, and here they are, you know what right. I mean? Which I guess, yeah, you just did. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. He's like, he's a good, what do you listen to? What are your podcasts? So I have different, again, mood based. So like, that's the thing. I, I guess we think we're all narcissists. We think, oh, well, here's the show. At 12.01 a.m., everyone's just downloading right. the J Train podcast, sure. which I know isn't true. Um, I love sports radio, so I sure. I do like a 
radio show that's made in uh, Colin Cowherd. His radio show's like turned into a podcast. Uh-huh. Very enjoyable. I like it. I do tune in guest dependent. Yeah. Like if they got like I got like this expert on this Tony Kornheiser radio show. That's a podcast now sure. that was a radio yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Um I Simmons, I was always I was I was early to Simmons podcast. Bill Simmons. Simmons the uh, not the movie. The movie one you're talking about? No, I do like his regular, his regular yeah, yeah. one. I just and again, sometimes I don't even like I don't watch that much basketball, but I like the chatter. Yeah, I, I, I just uh, but food news I've really liked lately. Ooh. Food news is uh, Juliet Lippman, who's a friend of mine now, and she's I just think it's like a, it's thirty minutes, and they keep to thirty minutes. I like that, and it's a good flight one because I can tune in and out of of what sure. you know listening and not. I you know I'm I I really dance around the podcast during world during baseball I'm a, like baseball is like my sports so during baseball season my sports talk radio like I'll listen to like ESPN or even like WFAN stuff like yeah. that like I listen to like people calling in and screaming it's just the best <laughs> like Mike Francesa has a podcast now which is just amazing but yeah. uh, but like listening during baseball season I love but then the second baseball season's over. It's just all football all the time, and I like I like the Giants, so they're awful. So it's kind right. of like I can't. It's the same thing every single day. Giants are bad. They're terrible. They're never going to get better. It just is very negative. So oh, you'd like, love Kornheiser, I think. Yeah, maybe uh, I'll get into no, that. I'm, a, I'm a fan. I, I love the medium. So here's what we're saying. Yeah, Mike Feeney has a special that's out. Okay, it's going to be out on YouTube on. You're doing it on a Friday release. Yeah, a Friday so release. So this comes out on Thursday. The link in the bio, Shelby. You're gonna. We're gonna do this. We're gonna have Feeney's YouTube channel is linked in the bio of this episode. So literally, it's right there for you. Click and go. If you're seeing this on Thursday, subscribe to his channel. It'll be waiting for you. You get a whole hour. It's an hour. It's from the it's seller. Not, it's gonna be a quick. I made it a quick thing. It's only. It's a quick. It's a quick twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes in and out. Maybe. I love this innovation. I love this because. 20 minutes of fun? Yeah. I'd rather have people be like, why is this so short? Than be like, Because I, I talked to people um, at, like, I had a meeting with some people at Netflix and all this other stuff, and this was, you know, now that the writer's strike and all that, it's, everything's like, they're all backed up with stuff. Right. But um, <laughs> I told them, no thanks, no. Uh, <laughs> but, the, uh, but they said the average watch time of an hour special now is about 25 minutes. Yeah, that's a big thing to it. Like, and... and you know, I think if people go like you do do the thing where you touch the screen and go, how long is the this? second if I open something and it's an hour, I'm like, I don't have time for this. Right. Commitment. Now. I, I have to come back to another point. I also am a guy when I start a movie, I have to watch it all. The, I don't watch really? movies in parts like I can't a TV show. I has to be like I sit down until it's over. So for me, if I clicked on something, it was 20 minutes. I go. All right, I'll start it now. And then by the next thing you know, it's over. So when you taped it, did you tape an hour? So what I did was I... So the Comedy Cellar, as you know, they have four different rooms. Mm -hmm. I did all four rooms of the Comedy Cellar in one night. Love so it. I ran around to the Village Underground, uh, Comedy Cellar, Fatback Pussycat Lounge, Fatback Pussycat Bar, and then uh, I took pretty much, uh, you know, I took highlights from each, and then I stitched it all together. I love that. I love it because it's it's, you know... You know, there have been comedians in the past that have done specials from different clubs mm-hmm. around the country. This sure. is one street corner. Yeah. And every room is so different. It's so different. And it's, you know, everybody talks about the Comedy Cellar. It's, you know, the best comedy club in the world for a reason. Every single, they do 80 shows a week that are all sold out. Right. And then it's just like, but the vibe is very different in the bar than the Village Underground. This is the thing. There's four rooms. There's the bar. There's the lounge. There's the the, the Village Underground. And then there's the cellar. Okay. This is inside baseball, but sure. there's someone listening where you're going to take a trip to New York City and you're going to go to the Comedy Seller website and you're going to see sold out, sold out, sold out. 
They do a standby line, I think now 40 minutes before every show. It used right. to be 30 minutes. Now, you're going to get in to a show. Yeah. If your night is like we're doing the cellar, just show up. And the cool part is I think the lounge, I started at the cellar when they first opened the lounge, mm. and it was only Friday and Saturday, and people were on couches laying down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up I remember the way it, was, it all used to look. It was dude. weird. It was too loungy. So then they br- it was too loungy. They brought in chairs. So I've like watched the evolution. Now they have the bar, and then people don't. You know, I remember when I would host in the lounge, people would be like, "I hate the lounge," and I loved it because I was just working. Right. You know, I'm like sure. happy to be at the at the show. Of but course. then you know, and then they open up the bar, and you can see people now are like, "Oh, I don't like they're being at the bar." bar. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, they're gonna make that room great, but it is a different vibe, and also it's a different person who came. Right. You know, the person who goes and makes the reservation a month in advance is gonna be at the regular cellar. Sure. So. McDougal Street is an experience in itself. I think that's something you want to go to first. Yeah, Village I Underground agree. is a totally different night. There's music. There's it's a it's a two hundred and fifty people right party energy. Yeah, the, I think the lounges. I'm a lounge fan just because it's like I'm so comfy cozy there. Yeah, the bar is an uncomfortable experience, but I think that's fun in itself too. Yeah, and it actually very much comes across in the special really? because okay, uh, because you know uh, Ian Ian Fidens who brought me on stage he he had hated that audience specifically <laughs> when he was hosting. And yes, we do like and hate audiences. Oh yeah, yeah and yeah. Ian's Ian's which I include in the credits. Ian's literal way of bringing me on stage is he goes, I have. No recourse with you guys besides to lock the doors from the outside and burn you all alive. Anyway, this next comedian is one of my best friends. So it's like that's how he brought me up. Uh, I love when a bad – because a bad crowd is when you become your most self. So like him saying like I want to burn this whole room to the ground. Yeah. There's – like when it's a bad crowd, a good crowd would go, that's funny. Sure. It's not – a good crowd goes, I know it's not going well. It's funny that you're making fun of how not well and acknowledge it. Sure. A bad crowd goes, you want to kill us? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just so. It, it's funny because I had, yeah. You know, that's the smallest segment of the other ones because mm. you know Village Underground so great, McDougal so great, Lounge was actually very fun. But uh, yeah, I came up with this the concept of doing all four rooms of the cellar, and I pitched it to pr- production companies, and all of them said like. A bunch of them were like, can't be done, impossible. Uh, one company uh, quoted me a $200,000 to, to make it. To make it, because they were like, in order to light all of these things, I'm like, no, you're not seeing the thing that I'm seeing, which right. is like a run and gun, like make it as tonally as experienced. Like documentary as, like, style. Yeah, like this is what like a comic goes through when we're just going through that. This is what it feels like to do all these four rooms kind of end a, um, and they just weren't, no company wanted to do it. So I decided that it wasn't enough to just come up with a unique concept. I uh, directed it and I edited it myself, which uh, again is just a giant let me, undertaking. Let me interrupt you. Yeah. <laughs> that is like signing up to go into an insane asylum when you don't have to be there. Yeah. It was to edit your own work. Like, listen, when I my hell. special people would go, what do you think? I'd like watch with one eye open. Right. You have to watch yourself. You have to kill your own baby, so to speak. That's the the, the That's turn the of term. phrase. Yep. You know, like whatever it. So people, hit the link in the bio. Yes. Go to Mike. Please Feeney, watch it. YouTube.com slash. Mike Feeney comedy. Mike Feeney comedy at I am Mike Feeney on Instagram. It'll be on all my socials. We want you to watch it. Mike's hilarious. I mean, what a blessing. We live in a world right now. You could, on your commute, just hit the link, put it on your yeah. like phone holder, and have it on. Yeah, like, you're still a, listening to us, and it's just minimized in that little cube. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? <laughs> like it is, you can like, multitask. It's just an amazing life we lead these days. Yeah. So, uh, listen, we're going to get to the complaints. Uh, 
We are sponsored. When you want an amazing cup of coffee, but you have limited amount of time, turn to Cometeer. I absolutely love Cometeer coffee. I have it in the freezer. Yeah, the freezer. They freeze these little these little capsules. Um, they basically. I spoke to Cometeer two years ago. Mm-hmm. The guy who started it. They bought a a a flash freezing facility in Massachusetts because that's where they do flash freezing for fish. And basically this guy, like, he investigated coffee, and I guess when you get coffee, like, it's going bad the minute, the minute it's out. Sure. So they flash freeze these co- the, the coffee from all the places you like already. And you're not even tasting the place you like as good as it could be. Right. So they get, so they, um, they're the best roasters of the country, and it's, it's really just unbelievable. I can't believe it. So you take these like the capsule and you put it under like hot water and so it like and then you open it up and you put it in either iced coffee. You can put it with you mix it with water as mm-hmm. much as you want. So you can go as like you know, light or heavy Completely as you want. Completely as insane as you want with exactly. coffee. Exactly. And then you can put it with hot water, you can put it with cold water and then add ice. You can make like espresso martinis like better than you've ever had before. I got to tell you, I put sweet and low in my coffee, which wow. is like which is like high octane sugar. Like sure. have yeah. you ever had sugar and then had sweet and low? Yeah, sweet and low is like it's like it's it's like it comes out like almost baby powder consistency. The consistency is different and yeah. like the sweetness like I can't even have Splenda because it's not as strong. Sure. This I do with nothing. Like, that's how smooth and awesome it is. And you love guys it. are going to love it. Join the future of coffee with Cometeer. Get a curated starter pack of their most popular roasts. You're going to get to try everything. Go to Cometeer.com slash JTrain to get a free eight-pack and a travel mug when you sign up. I have the travel mug. It's actually great. That's a free eight-pack of coffees and a travel mug when you sign up at C-O-M-E-T-E-E-R.com slash JTrain. That's Cometeer.com slash JTrain. Here with Mike Feeney. I want you guys all to go follow at I am Mike Feeney, the special. It's going to be out tomorrow if you're listening on Thursday, but it's just there waiting. I just love the idea of a 20-minute fun thing that's going to give you pleasure. Sure. In what world <laughs> are people begging you to watch their free shit to, mean, to ha- make you happy for free? Not only that, too, but it's like the amount of time we have to put it. Forget how long it takes to curate the material to right. that's to be good enough to give it to you guys for free. But like the even if you're even for your thing, be like, I want to shoot this. I want to we're going to edit this. We're going to sell it to now. All of those things. It's like the amount of time that all takes behind. The, it's 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 a year and more. It's, you know, it's crazy. It's crazy. So I I. I, I, I like, and also we want you to share. We want you to go, oh my God, this bit made me laugh. A gift of laughter? I, 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 now I'm begging and I feel like an idiot. I feel <laughs> I'll like beg. Idiot. Please watch it. But here's the thing. Yeah, share like, it. Sharing thing. Even when people go like it, and I think it's so overused in podcasts, but it is for a reason. The whole like, like and leave a comment. Like the leaving the comment things, it is the dumbest like hack to the algorithm things, but all of that stuff, it, it they wouldn't say it if it didn't work. There's one know? guy on um, TikTok, and I've given that spiel before. Yeah. Like to me, like if you want to pay for something free, like it, share it. Share would be considered like a hundred bucks. Right. A like would be considered like a buck. Yeah. You know, a comment would probably be like five bucks. Yeah. I think it's you know, fair. I would say like yeah. uh, you know a, a share to like one single friend. Let's call it twenty bucks. Right. You know, like like yeah. if you were a like group chat share is big. Let's call it fifty. Sure, you know, like if we don't put dollar amounts on these things, right. and, and we really do 
like when someone shares their story, I go, wow, I, I do feel like you gave me 20 bucks. Yeah. So there's a guy, I've given this spiel before, and there's a guy, and I'm, I'm very appreciative. He heard this spiel, and I said, I think I said for TikTok, I was like, just comment. And he wrote, he just writes, he just writes algorithm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like on I, all my I, videos. We have that with our podcast where people will write, like, comment for the algo, or like, right. you know, or like they're like Al space gorithm. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're like, anyone here for algorithm? Right. You know? And we're all just guessing. We're praying to Father Algorithm, our sure. new fucking Lord and Overlord, Savior. Yeah. Okay, Shelby, hit the music. I got a complaint. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off his chest right now. I have two really good complaints. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things. I have two, and I should write this down so I have it for next week. Late Are you only going to one? I got, you know, I got a lot of episodes. Today. How many? How many? Two seconds. Whatever. Uh, oh. It could be a minute. It could be twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> so my complaint. <laughs> I just was out. No, I'll do the one that just happened just now. Okay. I was outside. Uh, there's these garbage cans outside that that are like yeah. they're out. New York sure. City garbage cans. Now. Here's the thing. These New York City garbage cans, I don't believe that they're helping. I guess they are putting the trash in one space, but some of them don't even have, like, liners. No. There's just, like, cages. Those metal ones. The metal ones. And, like, the garbage in this country, the idea of recycling is all for our, like, own feel-good moment. I really do believe, like, it's, like, 90%, like you know, touch the doorknob 17 times to make sure you go to heaven. Right, right. Okay. What is it, OCD? OCD, I yeah. think there's a lot of stuff that we do just, be, you know, not because we're, like, trying to help the earth. Like, the idea that I'm throwing things away because I want to help the earth is, like, very kind to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'm not a like a good person. Right, a bit, and, you know? and there's a lot of things in the world that you go, and again, the cynic in all of us, if we had to, like, speak to it sure you would sound pretty shitty to yourself and and you would never say to someone like if someone threw away i guess the difference between fun person and annoying person is like yeah i'm just gonna throw this away in the garbage and the annoying person goes what do you think you're a good person because you're throwing a cup away in the garbage right again i do think i'm a good person because i'm throwing it in the garbage but when you say that, you make it more than I actually intend. Like, I'm just sure. doing this because I live in society. Yeah, it's a society. You're trying to be a good person. I will say this. It isn't funny when you do have, if you have the choice of recycling and a thing and a regular garbage. And then if, like, the recycling's filled up to the top, you go, like, rather than take that out, put a new bag in, and then put the plastic thing in. I'm not going to throw this in the garbage. I mean, this that's... Is, this is my complaint. <laughs> okay, yeah. Because I got to the corner of the street. Uh-huh. I threw out a, a bottle of, you know, of water. Uh-huh. And it not and it was full to the top and had like stuff on top. Oh yeah. So it was full and then there was a pizza box on top with a bag on top of that. Mm. So I just tried to put my bottle in the and Jenga. it knocked everything off. Oh no. I'm the knocker off guy. Did you and you didn't pick it up. So now I'm staring yeah. at this at the corner of the street. I'm on Hudson. I'm like, people are driving by. Like I just keep thinking they're all going, Oh, that guy knocked off the Jenga right, thing. Right. Yeah. And I go, I have to pick this up. And I picked <sighs> it up. The bag and the pizza box, and I placed it right back on top. 
to re-Jenga. Yeah, yeah, the next strong gust of wind right. that's just going to blow it off. And, and that was where I'm having this weird thought of like, you're not a good person. You're just a fake. You're a fraud. You just want to make sure it's not on you yes. that's the litterer. And, I, and it's true. That is. And I got so angry at like the system. Like I was just like... <laughs> So mad at like this that I was brought up in this age of like Miss Frizzle help the planet. Sure. Only you can make sure that the water stays clean. Sure. And it's like, no, this was all just made to make me feel like shit. And, and like when I knock something off, and I don't want to be the litterer. I don't want to be that guy. But wouldn't you rather be that guy than the person who like you know is walking? And once you're done with that ice coffee, you literally just throw it over your shoulder on the ground. Because then again, it goes against the rules of society. Well, that's a, a crazy person. Yeah, like the person I've seen that. I was in an Uber in Austin, Texas. This woman was drinking a bottle of Poland Springs. She finishes it. She opens the window, tosses it out, it's- and I'm sitting there like. What's going on? Like, I have to imagine. I'm like, you don't have the thing that I have. Where were you raised? Right. How were you raised? Where's the voice in your head? Right. You go, and I literally, I responded to that by taking the seatbelt and putting it off. <laughs> You're like, I don't trust your judgment. <laughs> right. I don't know. Now, I don't know what That's, I can do. It's it, a what, fair point. Right. And I'm like, it's just funny, like, how small we are in this whole thing. And you don't even believe. it. I guess my anger comes at this trash falling over, like, I don't even trust that this is taken out in a proper way, but now it has this hold over whether I'm a good or bad yeah, person. Yeah, now you have guilt. Totally. It's the guilt, man. Do you have a complaint? Which is funny. It's so funny oh, you brought ahead. up a garbage-based complaint because mine is that as well. Oh, hold on. Um, Hit the music. It's the guest's turn to complain. <laughs> They're ready to jump in. Feeney was ready to jump in. I am. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear hear their their complaint complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun. I don't want anyone to jump in the gut. Let's hear that complaint. Let's hear that complaint. Before we get to it, it's scary movie season, but some of the best ones aren't available for streaming in the United States. Time to call in ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN lets me change my online location and trick streamers into showing me movies that aren't available here in the U.S. Want to switch? Want to watch Scream? Just open ExpressVPN on your TV, switch your location to Canada, and you'll be streaming the West Craven Classic in no time. ExpressVPN's got nearly 100 different countries to choose from, so you can find your favorite movies and TV shows from all your streaming services all across the world. I mean, I'll say this. When you go to Canada, Netflix has The Office. And I remember when The Office left, you know... Uh, Netflix, you were like, oh my God, this is annoying. This is like my, this was my lullaby to fall asleep at night. So if you're out there and you got a show that's left a, you know, left a certain thing or, you know, left a streamer that you enjoy, this is a great option. I, I, ExpressVPN works on your laptop, phone, tablet, and more. So you can protect yourself on every device. Just fire up the app and click one button to get started. So get your money's worth and get three extra months of ExpressVPN for free when you go to expressvpn.com slash JTrain. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash JTrain, expressvpn.com. Um, I have ExpressVPN. JTrain. You like it? Oh, yeah. One click. One click. Go anyway, ahead complain. Um, this is, it's so funny, dude. It's like we organized to talk about garbage-based things before this, but we hadn't. Right. Um, 
I so uh, again where I live, it's like uh, I'm in Queens, and you have to put the. I mean, I'm renting a house, so you have to put the garbage out on the street. You got the garbage pail. So you're living like. It's like it's like faux suburbs, right? Because right, it is right. still like it's Queens. Queens, it's the city, but I'm in like a house, so it's like so I have to put out the garbage and the You're recycling. Kevin James, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm the king of Queens, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> and then you have the you have the green pail, which is the cardboard. Then you have the blue pail, which is bottles and plastics, and then you have the regular, you know, your garbage. So uh, I put out when we first moved there. The first day, first week we were there, I put out the recycling. I put out all the plastics, the paper stuff like that, and I put a. Almond milk, an empty almond milk, the ones that come in like the the cardboard box, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Threw that in with the cardboard's very important. I wanted to recycle, be a good person, not right. get the guilt. I get a letter. Okay. <laughs> a few weeks later, I am being summonsed by the city because some scumbag went through that works for the city, went through my recycling and saw that in there and said, this can't go in there. This is a soiled piece of cardboard. It doesn't belong in here. It belongs in the actual trash and wrote me a ticket for $40. This makes, okay. Is Blood there, boiling. Do they, when you move in, does the city like give you instructions? There are basic instructions on, on the garbage pail. You know what I mean? Where it's like just that normal, like the recycling, like this papers. This is my problem newspapers. with recycling. It's yeah. like we all were taught but not really taught like yeah. i don't i don't know to me where's the warning it's cardboard yeah it goes in the cardboard sure here's the other thing you tried yeah you where's, tried where's what the is, hey just by the way it, it's not supposed to go in there right it's, you get you get everyone gets a warning before we give you a ticket or whatever the, as if i had a garbage pail full of almond it was one thing in it so right. they must have gone someone parked outside my house rummaged through the trash <laughs> like right. a raccoon yeah. and then gave me a ticket and you're like how it's, do you know i even put it in there what if it, someone walked by and just dropped it in there it's crazy that this is it well it feels like they just need money yeah and it's like why then i won't recycle at all I'll just put it in the trash bag and I'll tie it up tight and you'll never know and I'll never recycle again. Right. Well, I wouldn't. I, yeah. I, I don't believe that any of this is happening. Yeah. Like, I think that I don't think like I think they like take your bag of cardboard. They take your bag of, you know, yeah, recycling into the they, same and they throw it in the same fire. thing. I don't yeah. think that they, like I and I think they like find out did they take a picture. How do you know this is even real? They they didn't they didn't take a picture. It was That's the all, thing. I would I would just challenge it. Yeah, I got well, all the time I, in the world. You know what I did right after that? Because Jim and Sam gave me the rec- I got a Ring doorbell camera right after that. So now really? anytime I see, I, I haven't had anybody rummage through again. But if they do, it, of course. But I just I, I it is the thing where you go like, is this what we're talking about? Right. Like you're the. Listen, How dare I you? did it. I I did it I to tried. the best of my ability. Like. Give me a grade at the end of the year yeah. and let me like have fun. Like let's gamify this. Yeah. Like like when maybe I get points. Yeah. You know, that like go that towards like my tax. Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah, what, yeah, yeah. What, what's there to gain from the good recyclers? Yeah. Exactly. Nothing. And all all that to do is me trying cost me forty dollars. Someone would go, the world's a better place. And I would tell that person they should go fuck themselves. Yeah. The, yeah. the world's a better place when I have forty dollars. Right. You know? And so it's infuriating. It's just such a thing. This is what drives people out of the city. Also, like I, a, I, I also say. not for nothing. I'm just thinking about this. A garbage bag is plastic. Right. Like a physical, not the recycling bag, the garbage bag. The one yeah. they throw into the fires is plastic. Right? No, 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 this was, my dad has been saying this my whole life. Yeah. It's all a scam. He goes, someone's making money. Florida, so, they don't even recycle at all. You just throw everything in at one Just thing. throw it at, well, they even said, like, the idea that the people are the ones that are like, the problem yeah it's these huge companies are putting shit into the air like 
you know, the idea that we are going to like my your almond milk thing is going to help anything. Right. Is crazy and that you should be charged $40. It's crazy. I mean, and also the fact of like, yeah, they're the ones putting water in plastic bottles because they said that the tap water wasn't healthy for us anymore. Like when we were kids. So now they put it in plastic bottles. They're like, if you drink the tap water, you're going to get cancer. But then they put it in a plastic bottle filled with carcinogens that give us <laughs> cancer. You're like, this is a guaranteed cancer that you're putting in it. And we're paying for it. Cancer, cancer everywhere. Yeah. Not a drop. <laughs> to drink uh everyone go follow mike feeney at i am mike feeney on, on all socials yes, thank you the special it's called the night at the cellar mike feeney a night at the comedy cellar if you're listening live it premieres tomorrow october 27th um, 20 minutes you're gonna love it yes enjoy please. it share it comment 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 i want i want mike to feel the j train audience i would love to feel his that. nuts yes. in the comments let's go please. to the complaints luxury lounge pre-made salad packaging socks Feather, feather. I, like many others, enjoy the convenience of prepackaged salad for lunch and often bring a Trader Joe's or Whole Foods salad back to my desk during work. These salads from Trader Joe's especially are fantastic. It's Huge. got like, it's just good. It's just packaged really well. Sure. And it's got like all the stuff, you know, it's like, you, you know, a little bit of a chef. While considered a convenience meal, I found that the majority of pre-made salads have the most inconvenient packaging. Okay, I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> dressing <laughs> packets are usually placed at the bottom. No, that's horrible. I always thought it was at the top. It should at be. the bottom of the containers, underneath the lettuce and toppings. No, that ain't going to work. Because of this, I either have to dig through the salad with my hands like an animal to retrieve the packet or try to coax it out with a fork. Even worse, these salad containers are completely compact as fuck so in the process of airlifting the packet up and out of the salad there's usually a loss of lettuce sure. fix and fixings as they fly out of the box over and onto my desk mixing a salad in these containers is an even worse nightmare sometimes due to lack of space right to do these salads you to do them well you need to pour it that's why i like them is because I've always been at home. If I'm at a desk, right. it's different. At yeah. home, I go get my big popcorn bowl. Yeah, because they're filled up to the brim. Right. Yeah. I, at home, you get to do you know the the garbage person thing. You take it and put yeah. it into a garbage can, yeah. and you shake up the garbage can with all your dressing. Shake. Like you can do it well. Yeah. At your desk, this isn't made for desk eating. Mixing a salad in these containers is even worse nightmare sometimes due to lack of space. Why can't the dressing, crouton, etc. packets be placed at the top of the container for easy access and assembly? I assume it's for aesthetic reasons to make it look more presentable on the shelves, but come on. I know I could throw the salad into a larger bowl to fix the issue, but an extra step and dirty dish takes the convenience out of the whole experience too. Countess of crappy containers. What do you think? Now, this is true because if they did put it in a larger bowl, let's say they filled these salads up halfway mm. so that there was room for that, everyone would be pissed, including myself, because you go, I'm getting half the thing here. Like when right. you open a bag of chips, you're paying right. for that much weight of chips, but you're not paying for, you know what I mean? We all think, oh, look at it. It's all air, this bag. It's so, a damned if you do, damned if you don't But thing. I do think they can take a simple piece of masking tape and put the uh, put the tape, tape the, the, the dressing on, to on top of it. I don't want it right. in. In the food. I don't right. want the outside container touching any of the ingredients inside. <laughs> right. Put it on top of it. The, separately. The, the assumption that these packets have been washed and then placed in it's is disgusting. like not no one chance. would assume that. No, yeah. it's disgusting. I, I don't. I don't care for that. I also will say, not for nothing, uh, not to go against this person a little bit, but like having a salad at your desk, chewing a salad in an office right. at a desk is. Terrorism. Is, it is high treason, my friend. You can't, just the crunch, it's like eating an apple. You right. can't do that. You just, you're like, is that a horse in the yeah. office? <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Just grazing? Right. I, 
It's, I think, to me, the complaint, to me, is office eating of any kind is just, I can't think of anything sadder than lunch at a desk. Yeah, I'm picturing a cubicle, too, which right. is just like, you it's, can hear it, you can't see it, your, right. the walls this are closing like, in. This is what we view in a post-apocalyptic world of, like, the Matrix. Yeah. Like, you're just like, man, I just hate, like, to me, I when I worked in an office, I'm like, I'm going to go yonder. I'm going outside. Sure. I'm going to get the, I'm going to feel the world around me. I don't care. You know, it's like that, you know, an hour outside of the cell. It was like. Yeah, wreck time. Right. Yeah. I, I really did consider it that. I would look at the sky. I'd be like, yeah. one day I'll be out amongst yeah. the people. I don't know. Just like any lunch at the desk, I, I, I think is like a lesser than meal. Like to me, if I'm this person. I'm going protein bars until I can feel the kiss of the sun. Sure. You know, like, yeah, I, yeah, I, and yeah. I, because what they said with the larger bowl, here's even sadder taking a salad at your desk and finding like a bowl in the, the kitchen yeah, area the of your kitchen. Yeah. Shared kitchen bowl. Yeah. I would rather never eat again. Then transfer my salad into the shared kitchen bowl Shake it that I'm up. now yeah. mixing with the dressing. Hey, Elaine, what'd you get? A salad for lunch? You know, all of this office stuff is so depressing to it's me. Simply, no, I don't. It's yeah. I think you have to. I know a lot of people don't get a long lunch. Sometimes you don't have time to maybe right. sit down and eat it there. But it's like there is a thing of you eating at your desk kind of makes you eat faster, right? Because you're like, right. I got to probably get back to work soon. And maybe you are considerate human being to an extent where you go, there's no place to sit at the salad place. I'd rather just sit at my desk. I can scroll on the internet. Right. But I don't want to chew too loudly. So you're kind of like, it does, It feels like you're being watched. You know? Yeah, I, mean? I don't like anything. If I'm this person, let's like anything. Uh, anything, <laughs> anything about this. I, 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 I'm encouraged. Like, I want this person to stop with salad desk. Stop. Desk salads. Yeah. You stop with a desk salad. Get some protein bars. Let's, let's, like, I only want happy meals. Like, I don't want a meal that is just a function of. And salads just take so long to eat. Right. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Mike Feeney. At I am Mike Feeney on all socials. The special, it's going to be out on YouTube on Friday. That means it's probably out for a lot of you right now. Oh, yeah. The link to Mike Feeney's YouTube is in the bio of this episode. Comment, share, like. Podcast in the shower. Ooh. Feather, feather. I moved into a new apartment, which is recently renovated unit. My old apartment was straight out of the 70s. A pink tub with pink tiled shower. Absurdly low water pressure. You barely felt clean. My new apartment, the shower is brand new. Oversized rain shower head. Oh, I, like, I got a little turned on just hearing oversized rain shower. Yeah. Like, I am like, good water pressure. Unbel can't beat it. I would... I, listen, if they were like, right, we're dealing in this, again, this might be the environmental themed episode. Sure. I would give up years of my life <laughs> yeah. for a, a good water consistent. pressure shower. Oh, yeah. It changes your whole mood. Your whole mood. Now, my old apartment used to be like, you turn it on, you'd have to, like, it just dribbles out. You mm. never feel like the soap is coming off. You don't feel clean. This one, it's like a cat hissing at you. <laughs> it's just, it's horrible. My parents in their house, where I where I stay in their house, uh -huh. they have this shower head that is like it is like getting under a a full on 
waterfall. Wow. And I'm like, I'm in there for days. Yeah, like I'm taking yeah. calls. Um, <laughs> hi. So my new apartment shower is brand new. Oversized rain shower head, additional removable head, high water pressure knobs to personalize the temperature pressure, etc. My mom literally asked if you need a college degree to operate it after seeing it. Wow. Wow. Oh, my God. My only issue is that I like to play podcasts while I'm in the shower. It's a glass door, so I can't hear my podcast with my phone sitting on the counter. Where my old bathroom was just a curtain, and I never had a problem hearing. I've tried to take my phone in with me, but there's no safe space to sit. A safe place to sit it without it getting wet. So now I'm going to have to buy a speaker for the shower or get my phone wet. I feel like I can't complain because my shower experience is seriously upgraded. Otherwise, thanks for listening. Sincerely, The Silent Shower. Do you listen to podcasts in the shower? I do, and here's what I've me started too. doing. I have started bringing it in the shower with me. Now, what I have... This is insanity. This is not. This it, is first crazy. off, First off, phones are waterproof now. Well, hold on. If someone said to us, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. if you know, when you first got a cell phone, sure. I think I was like in high school. Yeah. It was really like more use this in case of emergency. Sure. If someone told you that in your adult life, you will be so attached to this thing mm-hmm. that you will literally bring it in the shower yeah, with you, yeah, yeah. you'd be like, no, 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 no. I'm not a crazy I know, person. I'm not scrolling, I, but I am. I do have, have you a- ever checked notifications while in the shower? You can't. Your fingers are too wet. Okay. You can't open it. So, but <laughs> you've I, tried. I, I've tried. You've tried. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't recognize your face or the right. hair all in there. It, it just, it's, it's chaos. But uh, I will say the reason I brought it in is for this very same problem. I couldn't hear the podcast or the sports radio that I was listening to outside. So what I did was I have a, a a shelf that's like a shampoo shelf kind of a yeah. thing that's about eye height so that's above you know it's the waters the only water right. that's hitting that is tertiary streams bouncing off of my head so they're very it's not under any sort right. of direct threat <laughs> and i put it up there and i prop the speaker going up so it bounces off the wall comes down and re- echoes first of all you're chain. crazy this, this is, is crazy this, this is, is a crazy. perfect this, system this emailer is crazy as you are no. this is insanity i am someone who listens to podcasts in the shower you're all stupid. What do you do? You just blast I, it? No, I plug in my phone over there, so I'm getting juiced. Uh-huh. So now I'm making it easier for me to leave <laughs> okay. the apartment with my That's a juice fucking, dependency, and that's its own it, issue. But listen, that's how, this is why I think you guys are crazy. Yeah. You're not even doing your addiction well. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I'm doing it efficiently. I'm yeah. charging the phone, uh-huh. and I have a speaker. You can get a waterproof speaker for 15 bucks on Amazon. I have one in there right now. It's so loud, though. You, you, you can turn it down and up. This is a volume control. Yeah, but you're gonna. You don't turn it you down. You think because that your volume is different than my speaker volume? Yes. If you That's, have a, I have, right, no. I have a phone speaker. Is this big? It's this little tiny thing. What do you have? A giant. You can turn Bose. it down and up. Yeah. What are you talking about? This is a volume <laughs> control. There is a certain volume when you have a speaker that's going to amplify beyond. I'm sure your neighbors. I bet they're like, if they're like, oh, I could give a fuck about them. We're <laughs> taping a podcast <laughs> next to a paper wall. They might be. In, they've been listening to this whole conversation now. What do you <laughs> think I care? Do, 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 do. You think you think I'm like worried this about that? True. Okay. Yeah. I'm happy they haven't complained yet. They, they maybe they like the podcast. Sure. Yeah. Share. Yeah. Share. <laughs> Please watch the special. Um, that's so funny. I yeah no I never put a speaker in there. That just feels like too again. It feels like a whole extra step. Now I got to go buy a thing. It all just you all just, just for, it took you ten minutes to explain what you're doing now. <laughs> well, it's all, I just told you in two seconds. I kind of MacGyvered step. it. It was a function. It was a feature of function there. When we're done, I'm going to show you the speaker okay. there. It is. I get a speaker, get a waterproof speaker. And I had one for a long time, then it broke. 
I got a new one. They're like literally ten bucks. Okay. Like it is like and you went from be, fifty to ten. Very fifteen. Fast. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I, I got say. the nice one this okay. time. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Luxury Lounge. Oh, can I try some of that? Oh, I'm gonna be annoyed. Oh yeah. Jared, hilarious guest. Feather, feather. Let's jump right in. I've suffered with OCD. I feel like everything's on theme We're, this episode. This is uh, kids. This person probably. Yeah throws away trash, you know, after licking it, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) if I have an issue with no OCD, Uh, I live with OCD uh, my whole life, particularly with germs. It was kind of nice during COVID when people understood that sharing drinks and food was a no-no. I've never had to worry about people getting their dirty hands and saliva all over my food. Unfortunately, that has gone out the window and my friends often take food off my plate willy-nilly and always ask me for a sip of my beer slash beverage. Being a doormat, I don't have the courage to say no. One of my friends, one friend of a friend told, one friend of a friend told in particular will lick his fingers after eating finger food like fries or tater tots, then dig right back in. Behavior like this makes me want to hibernate in my bubble my whole life and never dine out again. Thank you for the safe space signed. Like a good neighbor, stay over there. I love that sign off. They're they're so, let's just... I'll be what honest, the only thing I had a problem with in that thing is the finger licking. Mm. The person who licks every individual finger firing squad immediately. Right. But right. And to dig back in is obnoxious. I do, I am also, I am like, I prefer someone to not, you know, drink from my drink as well. But a beer, I don't mind if someone's like, oh, can I try that beer? You know, because you can try it a different part of the cup. I'm not, I'm not really a germaphobe. I also feel like, and this is probably super ignorant. There, there is a thing to like the. Oh, I get a little bit of your germs. You get a little bit of my Fated. germs. We're Fated. kind of with a uh, beer. How? No, there's. A, I think we all have to like live by some sort of like class. I think to me, how's the beer? And then you go, it's really good. You want to try it? Sure. That's different than let me get a sip of that beer. No, I, I, I agree right? with like, that. I yes, like that I agree with. Yeah, it, the, the the reaching over, asking as you're doing it, I don't like. All shared things need to be a discussion. Sure. I think you're going out to dinner with friends. Hey, we sharing or no? Yeah. Hey, we ordering for the table or no? It's okay to say no. No, I'm going to do my own thing. You do your thing. I just think it's like this like assumption. Sure. That like, oh, we're friends, so we're just going to lick each other's ear canal yeah. because I want to try it and see what it tastes yeah. like. No, I got my beer. And also, like, what beers is it? Like, to me, it's got to be a special drink or beer to be like, a cocktail. I got to try that. A cocktail. I got a, I got an espresso martini. You take that first sip and you go, oh, my God, this is fucking delicious. And Here's- then they go... Can I take a sip of that? Can right. I try? Let me, I that's think, okay. Yeah, that's okay. I, th- I think that, yeah, where I fully agree is the reaching without asking kind of a thing is absurd on every level, no matter how close the friendship. But I do, I don't have a problem with sharing a little bit. Here's of this it. person's biggest problem yeah. is they have severe OCD their whole life with germs. Fine. I, I wish you the best. They are never seen as the normal one. Right. Like that's the problem that they have because let me try. Is like oh, I'm cool. I like to try foods. Sure. Oh, hey, I have severe OCD. Like they have to like come out. Sure, every time. Every time, which yeah. is like, and then they go, oh, and now it becomes a discussion of something you didn't want to get into. It's not that deep. Right. I just don't like. Mouth. I I notice these things more than most. Sure. In my opinion, that and that's the frustrating part. It's like if if every time someone's like, hey, let me try on your shirt. You want to try on my shirt? I'd be like. 
I no, I I don't want to try on your shirt. Yeah, you wanna... And then they'd be like, well, why? Why do you want to try on my shirt? I go, because I don't want to see what I look like in your shirt that's too small for me. Yeah, or you want to borrow my uh, swim, my my swim, my bathing suit, my swim trunks, right. any of that. I will say, if right now you were like, do you want to try <coughs> this coffee? It's the best coffee I've ever had in my life. With that amount left, right. I would go absolutely. Look, absolute, look at how much is left absolutely on YouTube. Absolutely fucking not. Right. Once it gets to that bottom quarter, that's backwash. Right, well, that's this is kind of what I'm talking about, is like, in, in this scenario, we're like, if I was like, hey, you want to try some of my coffee? Sure. My top level, I'm the, the nice one. Sure. Because look at I want to share with Mike. But if you were like, why would I want the <laughs> end of your coffee? Yeah. You're kind of the curmudgeon and I'm the share. Right. But you're right. I would be wrong. Correct. I would agree with you. Sure. Me sharing this is insanity. Yeah. You saying... Yes to it, you're being nice. Yeah, I'm taking saying, my life in my right, hands. Right, you saying no, you're right, but this is where we get into, I didn't think it would get this deep, <laughs> but this is where the internet blows up on itself. Sure. Moral high ground always wins. The moral high ground is I just want to share. And you're going, well, I don't want to be shared with from your garbage backwash right. end of the yeah, coffee. Yeah, yeah. On the internet, I win. I'm a sharer. Look at this piece of fucking shit. All I want to do Wouldn't is even share. take a sip of my coffee. Yeah. He's sitting here coffeeless and I offered. No, no, no. It was a bad offer. You live in the land of morality. This mm -hmm. is, again, this, this is, is recycling all over again. We're back to recycling. God damn it. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. There's a full-blown fight happening outside. I, what goes on in this street... <laughs> You don't understand. <laughs> well, it's kind of a side street, too. Yeah. And I think a lot of the Amazon trucks, like, park here to, like, mm. go to all the buildings. Sure. To, like, you know, they go from here. So there's just a lot of hanging. Also, skateboarders here. I can't believe. The more I think of the street, it's like a back street. It's, it's like a quiet street that people can really, like, set up camp at. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Luxury lounge. New mo new mothers and their audacity. J training guest. My best friend just had her first baby six months ago. She's the first of our friends to have a baby, and it's been a journey for all of us. Who first of the friends to have a baby? You have a child. I have a yeah. I have an eleven month old child. Eleven month old yeah. child. Have you no? Okay. I understand that having a baby is a huge deal, and her life has changed completely. But she has become insufferable entering into mother motherhood. How is your? How, have you become insufferable as of a new father? I don't have know. You, I, mean, have I you, have I you was... taken account of where you could be insufferable? I I think that's like the one thing that goes out the window is people go, "Well, I'm a I'm a parent." So I don't have to check myself. No, I mean, I was very hyper. I used to make fun of parents like that all the time. So I am. I think I'm pretty self-aware when it comes to stuff. I was not the first of my friends to have mm. a kid. I also, uh, like, have never put a picture of my kid on social media. I, right. like, ethically feel very uncomfortable with that from, like, mm. a number of different reasons of, like, the... He has he has not consented to be on social media. Uh, there's I've never thought of it that way. There's but yeah, there's like creeps and weirdos who like will comment on pictures of people's kids or just like I don't want like listeners or or people you know fan followers to have to be like oh that's what his kid looks like. And then there's also the thing of and by the way my kid is fucking adorable. He, right. I would clean up with right, likes. Kill. But I also find it very gross when people do because especially comedians, I, f I understand if you're just, if you're not a, if you're just a, an accountant living in Des Moines and this is just you, right. you put it on your Facebook for your family to and see. And you have control over the room. The, yes. the room of social media. You're like 
these are 150 people that I kind of yeah, know. I, and I think there is a thing of like both, I don't know what Instagram and Facebook is going to do with that, with their facial recognition, with all that stuff. And right. also, I just don't, I feel like dirty if I'm like, here's my toddler learning how to walk. Anyway, come see me at the Funny Bone. It feels exploitive. There's an element of that, yeah. It feels I, very exploitive. I don't, I don't, you know, people do it. That's your own Here's bag. the craziness of parents. Yeah. I have no kid. Right. I live in a shoebox. Right. Where I'm taping a podcast next to my bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. Okay, yeah. so like for me, this is another planet. Sure. Here's the problem is you just gave a perfectly reasonable explanation for you. Right. It did kind of judge comedians, but you didn't judge parents. No. You were just saying, I ain't putting it up there. Yeah. Someone listening is like, well, I put it up there, so now you're judging my fucking parenting. And you, I, but I, that's how crazy parents are is that it becomes this like everything is a personal it's akin to response. the it's akin to the dog owner who instead of putting up a picture walking the dog makes an account for their dog that's <laughs> what that is to me where you're like if you're putting up pictures of your dog on social media whatever that's fine but if you're making it a separate account for your dog and you're like now I'm getting my dog followers you know thing like that it feels I would make a separate account for myself like sure like, what, do you, what do you mean if I was like, if I was being a parent, I'm thinking right now. I'm like, maybe I just created an account that's like, J- oh, I see what you're saying. J Train, and then it's like people I know, right? Like it's, but I guess that's a shared album. You well, know, I you do can like do a, a shared album with your parents. I do. I have a thing with my family. We're on like a Google Photos thing right. where you can just invite the people in to see. And anybody in the world who wants to see, if you're listening and you have my phone number, text me and I'll send you <laughs> as many pictures of my kids as you want. Let's you know? hear about this batch of yeah, crazy yeah. mom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but she has become insufferable entering into motherhood. One example, I can no longer bitch about anything without her. And one, one example, I can no longer bitch about anything without her one-upping everything I say. This is what the luxury lounge is for. Mm-hmm. I can no longer be tired, complain about work or my husband not picking up after himself because anytime I do, she just goes on a tangent about how hard being a mom is and I have no idea how easy I have it. While this is probably true, my complaints are still valid and I just want to vent sometimes without eye rolls and being scoffed at. She also gets upset with me that my husband and I have not started a family yet. Ah, that's yeah, so this weird. This person's Awful saying yeah. she always thought we would be mothers together. That's the thing. They feel very alone. Yeah. They feel, and again, this is something I've learned later in life is like the idea of like women wanting to have kids around the time of their friends and their family. Like a village mentality. A little bit know? of a village, which I totally understand. Sure. But like you can't force that. No. I'm sorry, my child planning schedule does not revolve around you. Also, you don't make motherhood sound all that fun, so I'm good for now. Lastly, one picture a day of your baby who looks no different than yesterday is fine. I don't need updates every hour about how much she has thrown up today with pictures as proof. (laughs) Thanks for letting me air this complaint that makes me sound like a monster, an annoyed auntie. I know, I I agree with most of the things that uh, she's saying. I think that uh, the whole... Like you should be a mother around the same eye. That's like a psychotic behavior, right, in my crazy. opinion. I I can empathize with the parent only now on the thing of being like, you know, when so I will say currently, and I had this happen to me yesterday, mm. uh, a person that was supposed to be like, you know, doing something for me, like you know, with uh, in terms of like you know, editing a thing or whatever. Where like I just, I'm just fried this week. I've had a long week. It's right. tough. It's <laughs> like that 
that being used, at, it's, one, it's one thing to be like, man, I'm wiped, and me being like, you'll never understand being wiped. But if someone's right. like, I can't do something because the excuse is I'm too tired, you're like, that. that is where it, it, it ruffles a thing of like, I like you want to talk about fried like I exist my homeostasis at this point is crispy extra double fried deep batter here's the thing when someone works with you it's yeah. different than someone's friends with you of course so if if literally I was like man I am tired and you're like you don't get tired no, I'd be like, yeah that's like okay I'm not talking I, I don't okay yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I had yeah. a tough week if you're like hey where's the new clip and I'm like, ah, sorry, I'm so tired. I got so hammered last night. Yeah, yeah. You'd be like, oh my god, I'm taking care of a fucking life. Right. I understand that's, that. That's that's where it gets me blood red. Man. If this per this person's issue with the friend, like the idea of like getting sent the pictures of puke, it's so funny. Like everything relates. You wouldn't care about the daily pictures of puke if you liked how this friend acted as a mother. Sure. Yeah. It is actually crazy to like you know this whole thing. If I'm this person, I got a solution. Every time they bring up. You don't understand? Well, you don't understand. We've been trying to get pregnant, and we can't. Yeah. Really? There you go. Out fucking rank her. Yeah. That's a that's a sla that's the Shaquille O'Neal slam and push <laughs> to the ground. You know? <laughs> Step over them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I was just, uh, we've been trying. Right. Just all that's all you have to say is we've been trying. Yeah, and it's been really difficult. Right. And that's all you have to say. And then when she goes, well, oh, my God, why didn't you talk to me about it? Yeah, it's it's, it's incredibly it's difficult it's, to talk yeah, about. I, I can't talk about it with you. You're so happy. Maybe we should just not talk about any mothering stuff yeah. forever. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Watch Maybe how quickly. I'll let you know what yeah. it, you know what I feel. <laughs> Watch how quickly they stop talking about being and, tired. And each picture you send me is a knife. Right. You know, is another the twisting heart. of the knife of the, right. how yeah. that I I can't Fuck join. This person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really crush. Yeah, them. yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We got time for one more, Shelby. One okay. Here's these have been great. These, these are, are great, great complaints. I got two. I like this one. Let's do this one. Sure, that's the one I like. Okay, luxury lounge. Uh, my fiance is rich. Oh, I love this one. Okay, Jared Feather Feather. I watched the special the day it came out. My complaint is my fiance is rich as balls. Growing up, my family was very middle. Was my growing up? My family was very middle class. Both of my parents were teachers. There were three kids. Okay. We were able to go on vacations, but my parents literally saved by putting loose change in a bucket. <laughs> I love I love how everyone has to like make sure you know they didn't have it sure. easy. No, it I, was a bucket and it was full of slime. Yeah, and ours, we couldn't get to the change unless it But it to, does that does matter. Ours was an old pretzel jar thing, so I get it. No, I I, I get the I mean we had we had like a jar of coins. Yeah, yeah. We also had a IRA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like my family was like, we had like a pool, but it was like above ground. Oh, you know what I mean? Ew. So we were like, exactly. Okay. Might yes. as well not have a pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we had an outdoor tub. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cold tub. I recently got engaged and I'm still adjusting to my fiance's family wealth. His dad makes so much money. His dad makes so much that my fiance can only speculate how much he actually makes in a year. Would you ever have that conversation with your fiance, with your wife, how much your dad makes? No, but it, it it feels like a thing she volunteered. I don't think he was like, "How much is your, how much is your?" Well, the I, I don't know. I'm just like, if someone was like asking me how much my my dad made, I, I guess I would speculate too. I yeah, I have know. no idea. I guess for if your parents are teachers, you're more you can oh, put a range on it. You know what that is? You can Google. Yeah. Okay, but that okay. The, the idea that he can only speculate on what his dad makes. Okay. Sure. Um, 
In the time I have been with my fiance, they have taken me on several completely paid for vacations and fully paid shopping sprees. Okay, now we're nice talking. Now we're making shopping sense. Shopping spree, that's wild. While I'm beyond grateful for everything they do for me, I still don't know how to respond when his parents casually drop a thousand dollars on dinner. What's a new money systematic? Si- What's a new money systemic wealth girly to do? Hmm. I think you just say thank you. Yeah, there's not I it's funny because my my best friend is married to people who are her her family is so incredibly wealthy. Mm. They both they both parents make like seven figures right. easy. And uh and it is a thing where he came, you know, we grew up in the same neighborhood. Again, middle class, above pool guy, above ground pool guys. And a couple uh, of disgusting. Yeah. And so <laughs> he was very uncomfortable about it. And it is like a very stuffy, they're very waspy and stuff. But yeah. I do think he is eventually just kind of <clears throat> he he's accepted it and he's never once been like, dude, I hit the jackpot. He's always right. just kind of been like I'm uncomfortable about this, but at the end of the day, this is how they kind of show love. And if they're right. not, if they're not, if they're not keeping an itemized tab of how much they're doing for you, you don't need to either. Absolutely. And you show it in your own ways. You you don't have to outspend them. Do something nice and thoughtful and creative for them. Right. You have to keep your own values while right. accepting that other people have different values and ways that they experience those and show those. And I I'm with you. Like I like that perspective of like. I can't, ah, this is what they do. Right. This is what they do, and thank you. I don't think, I think the one thing with, like, money, shows of money, again, she's, when you, and this is not just the emailer. This is a very, like, very 2023 thing where you have to, like, explain where you came from right, and yeah, make yeah. sure people humble beginnings right and you have to make sure people like know that you had a tough life too yeah i don't think you have to do that i think you know the idea of like we would just put a coin in a bucket and hope one yeah. day you know like yeah your parents are teachers that's great 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 profession you went on trips you had a great childhood there is i do think sometimes these become feel like judgments on you go buy whatever you want yeah, it can come off a little douchey. Like, I, I, if like someone was like, yeah, yeah, go to the store and buy anything you want, I would say, I would personally go, I can't thank you enough, but really, I, I'm okay. Yeah, I would, if they like, were, if they were like, oh, we're buying you dinner, I wouldn't order the most expensive thing on the menu, even if it's a thing that I wanted. Right. You know what I mean? It, but that's probably why they, this person likes you, is that right. you've been, you know, you haven't made this into a thing. I do think that, like, it, it is. I I think it's like you can enjoy it while also not there, feeling badly about it. There is a disconnect sometimes where it's like I remember like I had a girlfriend in high school who was insanely wealthy mm. and um it's just she, her way of living and my way of living was like a totally like when she got her license she had two cars <laughs> one of which was a BMW convertible <laughs> at 17 she had two cars two cars is crazy it's and like, just a Mazda I gotta have for one like, for the hypothetical kids yeah you yeah, know? yeah and it's just one of those things where you go like and to her and it's like well yeah sure that's what ha- you get two cars right. one's a convertible a BMW $80,000 car when you're 17 of course <laughs> I was driving a 1988 Buick Skyhawk that right. I got for free because my cousin was gonna donate it to cars for kids or something you know <laughs> so you're like there's just a way of like there's a disconnect of like, well, this is what I do for fun. This is what you do for fun. This is how you live. This is how I live. And there is that thing of like, sometimes people not, if they come from that wealth, they just don't grasp like, oh, you where are your two cars? Like they can't right. even understand because that's their normal. I guess that's the most important thing is that your husband or fiance knows this is abnormal right. and is like, 
listen, this is how it's going to go. Right. Like, I understand, like, this is a little uncomfortable. Just enjoy. Also, you want, like, view into how his parents want to be thanked. Sure. You know, if they're like, well, they better be getting us. They're not going to be that way. But, like, no. I think, like, if they, they're just like, they just want to thank you and you to enjoy. This is, yeah. like, no more than that. Which it feels like. $1,000 dinner. Again, $1,000 dinner, six people. That might not be that big a deal. You know, they go, this is just what dinner is. Sure. And... I think enjoy the ride and understand Count your blessings. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Be be thankful you can don't have to save for college. Yeah, yeah <laughs> truly. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. Mike Feeney, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Everyone man. follow Mike time. at I am Mike Feeney on all socials. The special, it is out tomorrow, but if you're listening anytime after Thursday release of this podcast, the link is in the bio of this episode. It's right there waiting for you. Click it, subscribe to his YouTube channel. Make sure you watch, enjoy, comment, like, all that stuff. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Thursday in the lounge. Back next week. Boom.